It's the Wrestling Caucus. I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga. And we're back this month to talk about a very special show, Backlash. And I know what some of you are thinking. Backlash? Special what? show? No, but this year, they were over in Puerto Rico. This is the first show WWE was at since New Year's Revolution 2005. The Elimination Chamber that year was very memorable and very, very good. I would go out of your way to watch that. But that whole show was horrible. But Backlash in Puerto Rico this year? unbelievable one of the best WWE shows i've seen in a while it was it was outstanding from every aspect the crowds all the matches everybody did very well even the matches i thought were whatever they 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 still worked hard and the crowd was was into it and what just from a fan reaction standpoint it was just everybody was on their a-game literally even bad bunny celebrity wrestlers you know it's hit and miss but he hit he was he was phenomenal but um before we talk about backlash, there's a few other things I want to discuss, and I want you to get your thoughts on um, AEW All In Part Two, Wembley Stadium this August. Um, now, without announcing any matches, there's no card. There's not a lot of details about this show, but so far, they have sold. Close to, uh, according to Tony Khan, 60,000 some odd tickets for a 90,000 seat venue with no card. And this is not WWE. This is AEW. What do you think of all this? Well, it could be a possibility that Punk might be coming back because there is a lot of rumbles about that. Yeah. Uh, despite whatever people want to think. I, if it, I, I definitely feel like Punk's name contributes to that. But like, uh, this is like. The Fatal 4-Way is not happening at All-In, right? That's happening at Double or Nothing. No, yeah. That's not going to yeah. happen at okay. Wembley. Come I'm on. looking forward to seeing who MJF is going to wrestle. But, like, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, look, like, it, despite, like, any shortcomings AEW might have, like, when it comes to big shows, like, they're good at g- getting excitement. You know, like, you know, like, like, uh, like you know, people get excited for to, 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 for their big shows. So I, that's not really that surprising to me, but that's, like, uh, I wish I wish I could be there. <laughs> I do. Like, uh, I want to see if Punk's going to come back, and I want to see who Andrew F's going to wrestle. Yeah, so. I think. Um, yeah, I I think AEW is going to put out put out all the stops. You know, if CM Punk is coming back, I have a feeling that he will be back in AEW soon. Um, I think whoever he's going to face, that's going to be interesting. Um, I think that. You know, having Kenny Omega face somebody huge, having another international star there. Yeah, having yeah, having maybe Pac, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Um and but having all out right next to it, that's also interesting too. Um and I think all in all, it seems that without a card being announced, without anything being announced, the fact that AEW was able to sell this many tickets is is a testament to you know it's it means that you know i mean it's obvious that you know it's a product that people want to see people are invested in and i think that i think it's great when you think about the overall picture for the wrestling world wrestling industry it's great because now you have two big entities that people can make money in and also at the end of next year when a lot of contracts come up it's going to be interesting because um, you have two big entities that you can make money in and you can be in front of a large crowd. And there's that. And of course, for the international uh, wrestling market, they have two big, you know, because WWE runs, 
you know, Europe and England like once or twice a year. AEW's never been internationally outside of Canada recently. So that's a big thing for just the whole globe of of wrestling. And, and it puts AEW in a, in, a, in a spot to be a worldwide recognized wrestling entity because they've only been in the States, really. And they've never, they've never been to Japan yet? Well, AEW? Yeah, they've no. never been to Japan yet? No. Oh, no, they've no. They only been... had that Forbidden Doors show with Japan guys coming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was here in um, yeah, that was Chicago. But it's a big deal, and I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, so I'll see, you know, we'll see what, how that card, you know, AEW program is going to be very interesting this summer, building up to this show and Forbidden Door too. So that, that's pretty cool. So, and you know, with CM Punk and everything like that. So that's cool. I'm I'm excited. Um, next thing I want to get your thoughts on is WWE draft. They're doing the draft again this year. Again, And, uh, you know, the last year, um, before they did this, everyone just kind of went everywhere. There was no real draft. I don't know. What are your thoughts on WWE bringing back the draft? You think it's a good idea or what? Well, I think you kind of just said what I think about the draft. Because, like, in the beginning, right, it's always like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to different places. And then eventually everyone gets meddled together, like, again. Like, you know what I mean? I, I Part of me, I, I, I'm not trying to sound too negative, but I feel like part of me kind of feels like they do this draft thing to get attention. And, like, you know, to be, like, you know, like, to as a way to change things up. But they... they they never commit to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone eventually just goes everywhere. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, your skepticism is warranted um, because the last, like, 15 years or so, it, it, it hasn't <laughs> The taken. last 15 years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last 20 yeah. years they've been doing a draft. I mean, when they did the first time around in 2002, <laughs> it, it stuck a little bit. Um, when they when they did it again, they did it in 2004, it stuck a little bit. I mean, trip, the famous one, they talked about it on TV. Triple H drafted the SmackDown, didn't actually go to SmackDown, which just went back to Raw. But most of it stuck, and then people jumped in, in between that summer after they did that. In 2005, they did a, a draft lottery again, and it kind of stuck a little bit. You know, moving John Cena to Raw because he was becoming the guy, and then putting Batista on SmackDown because he was becoming the guy as well. So that was cool. You made two stars, and now they're represented on each show. You see a star on each show. That's cool. But everything after that, it was just kind of no one really cared anymore because they stopped doing separate. They started doing when they first did the draft a year later, they did separate pay per views like Raw and SmackDown. And then they brought it back like in 2016 when they did another draft. And that was a disaster. A I can't even ever- keep track of it all anymore. They've done this so many damn times. Yeah. So now it's like, it's hard to trust if they're going to, you know, to, to keep it intact. And the title situation, the title situation is weird because Roman has two titles and he's on one show. But like Sammy, Zayn, and Kevin Owens, they're the unified tag champions. And apparently they can float to two shows. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense, I guess, but like it, it does, but it's weird because Roman is on one show, but they, they have a new title, they have Roman, a third world title. It's uh, it's a little confusing right now. How are we supposed to like, like, I, I like I said, I said this before, I feel like, but like, I, well, I've told you this at least. Whoever's fighting for this world title, this new quote unquote world title, even though one of the world, one of the titles Romans is the world champion, but whoever's fighting for this new world title. They're fighting for third place. Like either you're fighting for a brass ring. You know what I mean? You're, you know what I mean? That's just how I view it. Because Roman has first and second place. He has the two world titles. Like if they if they're gonna bring in a new world title belt, do a thing where Roman unifies them 
and then takes the one belt? Why do you have to make a third world title? I I don't know. I think it's uh it's it's a little convoluted because with with the women, right? The women's champions, they switched them. So Rhea was drafted to Oh, that stupid thing where they where they they they, they all stand in the ring like idiots and like, hey, you take my belt and I take your belt. And why do they gotta do that? Like wh- Oh, you remember how that went last time with like Becky and Charlotte in that them? That was not that was horrible. That was Jesus. that was horrible. Um, you know, they kind of went into business for themselves and it was because it was, it was a stupid idea. It was dumb, (laughs) but this time around, it's like, what's the point of switching them? Like, why don't you just keep the champion, keep the champions where they are and move other people who aren't champions? Or you can unify them because like the tag belts aren't unified. Roman sort of has already has two world titles. Just unify the women's titles. That's a pay-per-view match right there. You can build like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, this this thing but um i don't know i actually i like the draft show that they did i thought it was really good you know the first one i saw uh, it was a smackdown and they had they they had like you know they, it was like they were showcasing people okay like watch smackdown for these people you know they had uh you know they had the street profits they were drafted to smackdown they had a nice little showcase match i thought it was great they were basically saying hey these guys are on smackdown you want to see Street Profits watch SmackDown every week. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was good, good, good on law. They did the Bianca interview. She's on, you know, she's doing some, you know, some press thing for WWE. I forgot what country she was in. Did a nice little interview with her, telling, you know, her saying, "I'm on SmackDown and watch out." And that was cool. Um, but again, you know, I'm a little skeptical too because watch in August, we're going to see people just bounce around. You'll see AJ Styles. On Raw well, and they're, they're going to get bored eventually and be like, you know what, fuck this draft thing. They, yeah. That it happens all the time. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's ideas. I'm willing to see it play out, but I think th- I just think they got to fix. They got to iron out the title situation because it's a little bit disjointed. But all in all, I'm uh, you know I'm going to see. I'm willing to see it play out because I was really impressed with the draft show because usually the draft shows aren't great. Um, there's been some good ones in the past, like 2004. That was that was a good one um 2005 like the like it was it wasn't just a draft show it was like every week someone new might pop in and you don't know who I, I actually like that that was cool um but they stuck to it which also made it better in a way but anyway let's move on to backlash any other thoughts on the draft before we move on to backlash uh no okay all right <laughs> backlash no. in puerto rico backlash in puerto rico all in all good show wouldn't you agree it, it was pretty good. I, I only skipped, uh, yeah, because I only skipped Seth and almost because I just, I love Seth, but I don't really want to see almost. Uh, and like, I kind of only caught the end of the six man, but oh my, Rhea and Zelina was really good just because like the reaction Zelina got. And like, it's definitely, I've never, I've never really been always a fan of Zelina Vega, but this match was great with Rhea. The opening match, Bianca and EO was insane. That was insane. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, freaking Lesnar and Cody was great, and Bad Bunny and Damian Priest was very fun. <laughs> that, 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 that was really good. Yeah, let's start with Bianca and EO. I thought just overall fantastic match, Re- really great storytelling, and really good athleticism. They did it, they've been doing a great job of showcasing Bianca's strength and how strong she is. And um, I liked how EO was like working her arm most of the match. and Bianca was selling it, and but it definitely that her selling her her arm 
and she was doing the thing she was doing. She was lifting Io up with one arm, and it showed her storytelling ability or psychology, and also how fucking strong she is. So overall, I thought it was fan. It was so fantastic. But the crowd was very into Io. I don't know if you noticed. Like they, were yeah, no, really I did notice that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Bianca had to try not to play heel in this match because, like, she, like, like, it was kind. It kind of reminded me of when John Cena wrestled Sami Zayn on Raw when Sami Zayn made his Raw debut. They were both baby faces, clearly, but every time John Cena slammed Sami Zayn, everyone booed because they wanted to root for Sami. Yeah, like, you know? and John Cena sort of played into that, but like not too much. But this was they were still hot for both people, but they clearly Eo was on they, the love for Eo was on fire. Like, yeah. A lot of great chain wrestling too throughout the whole thing. Very good transitions between moves. I thought it was great. No, it was it, really like good. I said, like, you Shrai obviously is known for like her amazing moonsault, but like you know, you, you people tend to forget that she's also a, like as good as Asuka. Like she's good. Io Shirai is very good. Yeah, like, super super athletic too. Like she was a high flyer, and Bianca was. I'll pick you up and slam you, and I'll pick you up from anywhere. Fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, the one I don't know if you you, you noticed this or uh, pay attention to it, but I did. It, it definitely stuck out to me. But there was a backstage segment between Rey Mysterio, Bad Bunny, and Savio Vega. Oh, I was, did see that. I did see that. And you want to know something funny? Yeah. On Peacock, right? Um, th- their subtitles worked fine, but then when I put on the subtitles for that, all it said was speaking Spanish. You see. What what stood out to me was that when I watched it live, that there was no subtitles at all. I didn't turn it on. They just did an entire interview in Spanish. No, that was amazing. It was amazing. I loved it. I've never seen that before on WWE programming. I've never seen it. To they the fact had that the they did old bits. Like I can't believe that was allowed to happen. A whole interview in another language. And it it was just it was great. It was like you know you watch you go on YouTube and you watch like international matches. You watch an all Japan women match. You watch a uh, uh you know a, a, the men's all Japan stuff, and you you see a backstage interview with Misawa or uh, Minami Toyota, and it's in Japanese. I don't you, yeah. you don't know what they're saying, um, but it, it to, to me it doesn't matter because wrestling is a universal language, so. It doesn't matter what language is spoken as long as wrestling is happening. It's cool, but it was it was brief. But like you kind of figure out what was going on. You know, uh, they were just kind of all rallying behind Bad Bunny and everything, and it was it was really cool. Savio Vega gave him you know a kendo stick with, with the Puerto Rican flag on it, and it was a beautiful moment. I thought no, that was I thought cool. that was it was such a great moment. I thought it was you know, so cool. I kind of criticized. Remember when the Hell in the Cell in WrestleMania had he had the colored kendo sticks, and that kind of looked goofy. But that Puerto Rican flag on the kendo stick looked really cool. awesome. That yeah, Bad Bunny should like hang it up in his house or something like that. He should yeah, keep oh, it. probably if it's not broken. That, yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah, was the times that he broke it over Damian Priest's <laughs> back, which we'll get to. Uh, Smack that woman's title. Um, Zelina Vega and Rhea. I thought this was like Zelina Vega's best performance that I've ever seen. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, no, easily. You see, I said, you know, you brought up the titles. I enjoyed both of the women's matches so much. I forgot they were fighting for titles because I was just so into the story of the match. You know what I mean? I was well, so the titles into- are a part of the story of the match. Well, yeah, yeah, no, of course, no. But I was just like enjoying like like the story so much. Like uh, by the end of it, like oh wait, that's right, this was a title match. I, I was just so into like 
like everything they were doing. Like it, it was so it, it was really yeah that, that match was great. That was easily easily the best Selena Vega match I've ever seen. Rhea Ripley's yeah. good. We we know Rhea Ripley's good, but like oh my god, like the, the and the ovations. Selena oh Vega. man, it was nuts. Jesus, it's, it's almost like she it's almost like she became a different wrestler. You know what I mean? Like like most of what we've seen from her uh, on her own was just like you know she would be like this uh, antagonizing heel who was supposed to be the annoying heel and stuff like the annoying little twerp but this was not she was like full underdog baby face here it was it was excellent even when she lost she didn't look like an every every they gave her a standing ovation and gave her and mind you i used to get annoyed at some like you know when people do the same chance the spanish chants they were doing for her were beautiful oh my god <laughs> like, i loved like, it the crowd was, awesome. was just it's it's not because i think it was like organic you know what I mean? Like they were really into because wrestling in Puerto Rico is, is huge, but like they loved they loved what the, what WWE was giving to them. Like they loved it. They loved every, most of the people there that were stars here were also stars there. And WWE hasn't been there in almost twenty years, so there's that. And also they just cared about they saw themselves. You know, you had Bad Bunny as Lena Vega, Damian Priest. They saw themselves. In the ring, they they, they they there was representation. There was tons was of the representation. Least amount of white people I've ever seen in a WWE. That show. was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh and my her, god! Zelina's family was by ringside, and yeah, that was crazy. That was and crazy. you know what? Rhea was really good. She was outstanding as as a heel. Yeah, like she, she was. really turned yeah. it up to ten. <laughs> she was just phenomenal. And Zelina was was great. And she came out with the Puerto Rican flag. And, that was you know, so ill. I love that. Yeah, I mean, the last time we saw her, you know, at the Royal Rumble, I think, was it the Royal Rumble where she came out uh, dressed as a Street Fighter character or whatever? And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't really care about that. But, you know, if she always came out repping, you know, you know, her joining the LWO is like the best thing for her. You know, she's in she the can, LWO, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's in it. So oh, yes. that's yeah. that's good. You know, that's, that's good for good. her to be in touch with your, your culture, you know, and just really show people who Lena Vega really is. As know? long as you don't do what you did to the Mexicools. Then yeah. they'll be fine. It's already leagues. It's not even like that. Like no, the LWO stuff saying, I've as seen. As long as you avoid that, yeah, that's be fine. it's not that. It's no no stereotypes. No guardians. No stereotypes were here. And no. the thing is, every Puerto Rican wrestler that was on the show are, were completely different. They're yeah. it's showing us that we're not monoliths. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, this match and, and this whole show and this next match, man. San Juan Street Fight, Bad Bunny, Damian Priest. Where do I even begin? Uh, you go first. Like, tell me your thoughts about this. This was, just <laughs> this was unbelievable. This was great. No, no, like, like you, you, you remember how like Dean Ambrose came out with the wagon of uh, when Dean Ambrose faced Brock Lesnar in that Street Fight, and he came out with the wagon of uh of, of of weapons, and it was supposed to look goofy and funny. When Bad Bunny came out with and like he he had the shopping cart full of stuff, that was like that was great. Everyone popped for that. Like, and I love you know what's amazing? How you, you forget, I think the song he comes out to is called Booker T. No, it's Chambaya. It's oh, it's not like but doesn't doesn't Bad Bunny have a song called Booker T? He has a song called Booker T, yeah. But this was Chambaya. <laughs> he should use that, but yeah. No, nah, man, this was great. This, this is so cool. And also, I, I'm not always I, I'm not always the biggest Damian Priest fan. But uh, I, I usually busy complaining about his silly name, but this he was great here. Like they, 
Tremendous. And, and you know what's crazy? You know what blew my mind? The fact that a match actually finished with, uh, well, I should say Puerto Rican Destroyer. We usually see the, the flip pile driver as like, oh, I'm going to do this as a form of a slap. I'm just going to do it and do it three more times. This finished a match. Like, when was the last time that happened? Yeah, th- there was, Um, well, you know, it hasn't been a finish in, for 16 years. Yeah, of course. Since, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like the DDT. You know, it's yeah. hasn't been a finish for 30 years. But this match was outstanding for just all aspects of wrestling, from the crowd reactions to the, the people involved. When Bad Bunny walked out and Chambea was playing and the whole crowd was singing along to it, they knew every fucking word. Yeah. It was, I mean, I had goosebumps. I'm like, this is wonderful to see. This is just like their superhero has arrived. It was crazy. It was like straight out of a comic book. It was nuts. And Bad Bunny's performance was just, yeah, he didn't, he wasn't Misawa. He wasn't Kobashi. He no, wasn't Brian not. Danielson. No. He he no. wasn't that. And it was a street fight, you know? And not everything he did looked smooth, but it didn't need to Yeah, be. there was that it one, like, uh, he did that, like, uh, that one, um, I forgot what that name of that move is. He did that. He did one move off the top. It was sort of like a reverse DET on the Damian Priest. And yeah. he landed on his head. I thought he let, I thought it would, they showed it from another angle and it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it could have been horrible. Some of the things they did, I mean, some of the things they did looked good. I thought some of the punch, like when they went, they were going backstage, not backstage, they were going into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like his punches looked pretty good. You know, his destroyer looks good. You know, his cross, high cross body plancha was, looked good. Um, for someone who hasn't been wrestling that long and doesn't wrestle that often, I thought he did a great job. And Damien was so good. He was so good. Um, that's the thing, Bad Bunny, yeah. he wasn't doing a lot of moves. He was actually fighting Damien Priest. Yeah, my favorite was, was about, when he took oh, the two trash can lids and like, kablam. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I I adored that. It reminded me of when John Cena did that to that poor prick uh, uh, back in the day. You remember? Like, he was facing, like, uh, Carlito's... Um, oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, it reminded <laughs> yeah. me of that. Like, yeah. You know, the thing is, like, with Logan Paul, right? Like, you know, he he's a YouTuber trying to prove he's a wrestler, so he does a bunch of moves. He might do them well sometimes. He does a bunch of moves. Bad Bunny was trying to work. He was working. He was, oh, he was fighting. Working. He, he was, was working. working. He was he was trying to work. He was trying to sell. He was trying to, like, not that Logan Paul doesn't sell, but, like, my point is, it wasn't centered around, oh, look, you see all, you see all those moves Bad Bunny did? Like, it wasn't about that. No, like, it was a street fight. It was San Juan Street. And I'm glad you brought that up. There was a lot of drama here. You know, Bad Bunny did a great job selling a lot of things, and Damian Priest was just on fire. You know, he was antagonizing the crowd. Wow. It was he came just... Up like a star. He came across both of them, which is phenomenal. But yeah, like Bad Bunny was the superhero here. Uh, the and show also, was built around him, yeah. It made me It made me also think, man, I really wish Damien Priest still had the name Punishment Martinez, man. That's like... That's like if like we're Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot more a lot more uh, Latino. But um, yes. um, what do you think of, of the big... LWO run in that happened towards the uh, end. People really in the Savio Vega, but I, yep. no, it, was, it was fine. It was cool. 
it was it was pretty cool. Carlito came. Oh yeah, Carlito came in like that. Like uh, and like he he looked great. Like you know, <laughs> you know yeah, he was I, he, looked, he was in great shape. He looked phenomenal. He was. Yeah, he was like um he. I remember when I like one of the last times we saw him, he had a lot more muscle, but he looked a little more bulky. But he looked a lot more comfortable here. Just he just looked a lot like you know he looked very comfortable and he was in the best shape I've ever seen him in. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, like you know, I, we you know, I, I know his gimmick wasn't always the most, uh, you know, the apple um, spitting or yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't always the most, uh, you know, you know, you know, fun to watch always, even though it was fun, it was supposed to be funny, but it, no, it worked here. Everyone was into everything. He, he, everyone was just happy to see him. Everyone was just yeah. happy. To see him. Yeah. If if I'm gonna you know if if I'm gonna be critical of this match, I will say. If they chopped it down to like five, ten minutes shorter. Yeah. But but listen, like this is the biggest star of the night, right? So I guess they were just giving people what they wanted because they were they loved him. They loved Bad Bunny. And I think I thought it was really good, but you know, the run in maybe could have been shortened a little bit. You didn't need every LWO member. You know, you didn't need no. everyone. You know, you yeah. could have had uh you could have Savio there, Carlito, maybe Rey Mysterio, maybe Dominic, or you know. Carlito was in there, you know, that was cool and everything like that, but you didn't need everybody from the LWO to come out. But other than that, this was tremendous. I would go out of my way to see this if you haven't seen it. It was so entertaining. Um, and I watched it twice. I went back and watched it. I was like, this is it's a good show for Bad Bunny. Oh, he, he great, great showing for Bad Bunny. Yeah, he absolutely. Great here. He really um did. Uh, let's talk about uh the six band, Bloodline versus uh Sami Zayn KO and Matt Riddle. Um, yeah, like I said I only caught like kind of the end of this because I really just wanted to get to uh, Lesnar and Cody because I, I I honestly today I saw Guardians with uh, Richard and then I yeah. literally came here <laughs> to watch Backlash so I kind of like skipped a little bit of that but the ending was great and I did like uh, I can see there's a lot of tension more tension going on in the bloodline like uh, freaking Solo almost tried to kill Jay Jay was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what the fuck like and I guess Jimmy didn't see that. You know, yeah, but, uh, this was um, yeah, this was a, it's not really much to say about this. It's just story heavy, just focusing on the tension between the bloodline, and I like the finish actually. Solo pinning Riddle because I think Riddle was there to just eat the pin good, to protect good, Sami Zayn and I'm Kevin. Yeah, so makes Solo look strong, and that's great. You know, they are set. They're setting up the future. Solo has a lot of potential. Yes. And the Usos are just outstanding. They're just, they're just, they're just incredible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you say? And Sammy's this seven, uh, Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens thing as champions. Like, this is perfect. This is perfect. You know, they are the guys for this. They are, they, they are phenomenal. I'm so glad that WWE is putting a lot of weight behind these guys. You know, you know, part of me feels like you know, I feel because you told me that uh, Uso, uh, the Usos and Sammy and Kevin had a rematch on the draft show, right? They did, and it was like outstanding. Yeah, I feel like that match should have been on this card and the six men should have been on Raw. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I would that's agree. What that, that's what I feel like because this is more of a Raw match. Like, And, and it's not just because I don't really care much for Riddle. It was only because like who – like uh, uh, on a big show, uh, on a really cool show like this, Sami Zayn and Kevin versus Dusos would have just added to this. Like I, I thought that would have contributed more than a six man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, main event time. Cody versus Brock. This What'd was awesome. Did G yo, Jesus Christ, when Brock caught Cody <laughs> from the Cody, he, he, he went for that kick he does off the ropes, and then Brock caught him on the third time. <laughs> and then and then a gun. <laughs> God, he beat the shit. 
he beat the he beat the Christ out of he beat Cody. the he beat the daylights out of this. He poor beat prince. the AEW executive out of Cody. <laughs> yeah, he beat the EVP out of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Someone probably told him, listen, he came from AEW, make him suffer, you know. Make him oh, work. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> this was a bloodbath. This oh, is a yeah. wonderful bloodbath. Oh my and, god, but yeah. Brock cut himself hard way in that turnbuckle. Yeah, Brock is crazy. <laughs> in the best way. He when you talk about, okay, I'm the bad guy. Okay. All right. You're gonna see. I'm I'm gonna be nuts. And that's what I'm he not was. gonna be funny anymore. I'm leaving the cowboy hat at home. I was watching the show. I'm like, somebody call the authorities. There's a madman on the loose. That's how I felt. He was trying to kill Cody. Why? Don't you feel a he little never explained bit why he was mad at Cody. He never explained it. Because he's Brock. He's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. Why did he punch John Cena in the face when he returned? Because he's crazy. He's crazy. Well, 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 John Cena did get in his face. That was I. I understood that. But like, why he? he, he no, he shook his hand. Him. John Cena shook his hand. He's like, "Welcome back." And then Brock went crazy. He killed him. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 but John Cena smacked him and then Brock tackled him, remember? Oh, he went, he, he shook his hand. When Brock, when Brock returned, he reached out his hand and then Brock shook his hand and then Brock just picked him up from F5 and- Oh, yeah, oh, no, 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 you're right, you're right. It was a yeah. week later that, okay, never mind. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But like, I, why did he attack? Like, he, he, like, okay, after WrestleMania, right? They yeah. were going to tag team and then Brock killed him and he never explained why. <laughs> Crazy. You know, I guess he's he left a, all that to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman one line, so no one he has no one to explain his actions. He just yeah, <laughs> Paul Heyman was like, relax, Brock. You get paid to kill a guy. Now he doesn't have Paul. He just goes off the rails. He, he goes off and the rails. There's no explanation. No. So this was a this was the pure bloodbath. Like it was brutal. It was a it was a Puerto Rican bloodbath. It was like Abdul the Butcher and uh Bruiser Brody. I mean, it wasn't that bloody, but it was violent. You know, like Cody, when you look up babyface fire in the dictionary, he's got that. Yeah. He lost his mind. He's like, you're gonna jump me. So he went great. Cody so went he crazy literally too. jumped him. He literally yeah, jumped. He, he didn't waste no literally. fucking time. Oh, this was this was perfect. This was this is it. Like, this is how you do because you don't always need a 35-minute main event. You don't. You don't. I don't know how long this match, but it didn't. It probably didn't go it, longer. This was about minutes. a little under a half an hour. If it you include the entrances, was, yeah, it didn't feel that long. But yeah. Oh, let's talk about the entrance. Like, okay, they love Brock, but they started booing him right after the initial. Oh, that's Brock Lesnar. Oh wait, he's a prick, and he's, they started booing him. <laughs> it was great. Right. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was the kind of booing you kind of you want. It was the money making boo. But then when Cody came out, he got money making. Babyface cheers. There's only two people. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you heard others. There was two people that the crowd was like singing along to the well, the three people. Seth Rollins, Bad Bunny, of course, and Cody. Yeah. They were singing along to the theme song, which was really yeah. cool. Um, Cody got a really good babyface reaction. You saw his his uh his coat, he had the Puerto Rican flag on it. Oh, he did. Oh no, no, yeah, no. You, wanna, you you wonder why I didn't notice because usually his coat is always like red, white, and blue. It was red, white, and blue this time, but it had the Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't notice that little detail. That's kind of cool. That, that That's sweet of him. Yeah. What did you think of the finish? Oh, the finish was, it was like a wrestling finish. He pinned him. That's what I thought. Yeah, like, it was either that. It was either, okay, Brock is going to tear my arm off and eat it. 
and beat me with it. So, okay, before that can happen, let me pin him while his shoulders are on the mat. It was a very, because Cody likes to go down to the mat a lot. And it was very, it, 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 like, and Brock didn't expect him to do that. It was, yeah. didn't Brock kill him <laughs> the night after or something? Didn't he kill him? On, I didn't see it, but I, I saw Co- a picture of him holding Cody's head and beating him up. And was I, Yeah, I saw that too. Like, <laughs> I thought um, the, the idea that, so like Brock, you're not going to wear down Brock because he's a machine. The only way you're going to get him is if you legitimately try to out-wrestle him because Brock is focusing on, I'm going to kill this guy. But you, you, I don't think he expected Cody to catch a, a second, third win. And while he's in a Kimura, he somehow gets his show. He, he, he gets him for the three count. He, he gets a, he shifts his weight and he pins him for three seconds. Yeah. I'm like, Cody, I'm, you know, he kind of outsmarted him a little bit. And I thought that was See, I great. like this better than Brock getting himself disqualified in a match with Bobby Lashley. Oh, like yeah, that would have been a sh- Oh, this man. This was a definitive end, and Brock was pissed because he was like, what the fuck? That's a good point. They could have done. They could have went the DQ route here. Uh, they could have because they're setting up another match between these two. They could have went the DQ route, but the crowd would have shit themselves, not in a good way. They would have. They would have thrown shit, probably maybe, but they would have lost their mind. Oh my god! But all, all in all, this was a this was a really good show. Yeah, it was. It was a really good show. Like, no, like I, I, yeah. I, I kind of felt bad. Like I told you, I was only going to watch a few matches. But even with the matches that I only watched, I only skipped one and a half matches. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize how I thought it was going to be four hours, and then it was like only three hours. Like, and but I still was able to get through the whole show. Like, I was like, oh shit! Like it, the whole show was pretty. Most like 90 percent of the show was amazing. Yeah, it, like it, like this was awesome. I think this probably of all the like, celebrity matches I've watched and I've enjoyed. You know, I really like Big Show and Floyd Mayweather from WrestleMania twenty four, but this is probably my favorite right now. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, like. This this is probably my favorite one right now. I might I have to think about others. Um, yeah, but this is probably my favorite one right now. I mean, I can't think of any better. I mean, we. I mean, Snoop Dogg was great for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, for many uh, but different like, reasons. But like, this was like, actually, oh wow, this guy actually like. You know what I like? I like the Shaq, the um Shaq Cody Shaq and Jay, Jade Cargill and uh, Cody and Red Velvet match they had on Dynamite. Actually, I like that. I thought that was good. It, it did look kind of funny when Cody was trying to wrestle Shaq because Shaq is gigantic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this was this was probably my favorite celebrity match: Bad Bunny and uh, David Priest. Yeah, because I forgot great. it was a celebrity match. Yeah, if they put this on a DVD, I'd buy it. No, yeah, no, like, yeah. like just I mean, like uh, not to be pouty about it, but like you know, this was this felt like lightning in a bottle, like. I don't know if Vince is going to capitalize on the momentum that Zelina has. I don't think so. But this was a, if uh, worst comes to worst, people are going to remember this moment. For yeah. Zelina. Yeah. Like evolution. What are you saying? Evolution. Oh, well, that was like, that was like evolution. Are they bringing back evolution? I don't think so. Not right now. Maybe we'll see. Uh, you know, but but the, you know what they are bringing back though? Saudi Arabia. Oh, well, they, no, they have 10 years. That's like a 10. That's a massive deal. That's another thing. But with with uh, with this show, you know, the LWO is hot. Like the LWO shirts are selling like, you know, crazy. And um, it's not to me like the LWO is not just oh nostalgia. It's like they're it, it, it feels like it's a, its own u- unique. It's like another um, it's another chapter of what the LWO was. And it's a continuation. 
That's what it feels like to me. It's more defined, too. It's more like it. Like, there's no stereotypes here. No, not at all. Not no. at all. I think not it's great. Yet. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, but, like, no. As of right now, I haven't seen any stereotypes. I mean, uh, I guess there was the thing with the slipper. Uh, <laughs> oh, the chancleta? Oh, that was like, okay. That's kind of, you know, for that crowd. You know, for Puerto Rico. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you maybe could have done without that, but it, I could have done without that. Yeah, and it could have, like, come on, like, you know, you got a nice reaction. You know. Cole, you know, you know what annoyed me because Michael Cole, poor Michael Cole, he he had to say, "Hey, you Puerto Ricans, know what this is about?" I'm like, "Fuck you!" But the thing is, like, Vince was probably in his ears, like, "Talk about the flipper, talk about it, damn it!" <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, I, they could have done without that, but like everything else was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, all in all, this was a really good show. Um. But yeah, we're going to wrap it up. I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga, everybody. And you can follow the Wrestling Caucus Facebook, the Wrestling Caucus Instagram, at the Wrestling Caucus Twitter, Wrestling Caucus. All right. We'll be back for AEW, Double or Nothing, and whatever else, whatever wild things come up in this wild world of pro wrestling. All right. Uh, Later days. Uh,